Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom no matter what situation you find yourselves in. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It's a New American Standard Bible. It includes historical documents from the Founders era, a true treasure for your home. I highly recommend one, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 126, and y'all, we are starting the, we, we are in the middle. We are in the middle of reading the Bible in a year. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? So if you've been here since the beginning, you're halfway. We are, we are halfway this week. It, what, a, what a wonderful thing to celebrate together. It's just awesome. And if you are just here and clicked on day 126, welcome. I, I, I'm so glad that you're here. And even if it's just for today, I'm glad you're here, that you are taking time to sit in the presence of God and in his word and to just soak in it. So welcome. You can go ahead and continue from here to the end and then finish by listening to all the episodes before this one or... You can go ahead and just stop this and go to day one and let today be your first day. Either way, it's awesome. So today we're going to be reading 1 Kings chapter 6, 2 Chronicles 3, and 1 Timothy 1. First Kings chapter 6, the building of the temple. Now it came about in the 418th year... After the sons of Israel came out of the land of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month of Ziv, which is the second month that he began to build the house of the Lord. As for the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, its length was 60 cubits and its width 20 cubits and its height 30 cubits. The porch in front of the nave of the house was 20 cubits in length, corresponding to the width of the house, and its depth along the front of the house was 10 cubits. Also, for the house, he made windows with artistic frames. Against the wall of the house, he built stories encompassing the walls of the house around both the nave and the inner sanctuary. Thus, he made side chambers all around. The lowest story was five cubits wide, and the middle was six cubits wide. And the third was seven cubits wide, for on the outside he made offsets in the wall of the house all around in order that the beams would not be inserted in the walls of the house. The house, while it was being built, was built of stone prepared at the quarry, and there was neither hammer nor axe nor any iron tool 
heard in the house while it was being built. The doorway for the lowest side chamber was on the right side of the house, and they would go up by winding stairs to the middle story and from the middle to the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He also built the stories against the whole house, <coughs> excuse me, each five cubits high, and they were fastened to the house with timbers of cedar. Now the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you walk in my statutes and execute my ordinances and keep all my commandments by walking in them, then I will carry out my word with you which I spoke to David your father. I will dwell among the sons of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. Then he built the walls of the house on the, outs on the inside with boards of cedar. From the floor of the house to the ceiling, he overlaid the walls on the inside with wood, and he overlaid the floor of the house with boards of cypress. He built 20 cubits on the rear part of the house with boards of cedar from the floor to the ceiling. He built them for it on the inside as an inner sanctuary, even as the most holy place. The house that is the nave in the front of the inner sanctuary was 40 cubits long. There was cedar on the house within carved in the shape of gourds and open flowers. All was cedar. There was no stone seen. Then he prepared an inner sanctuary within the house in order to place there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. The inner sanctuary was 20 cubits in length, 20 cubits in width, and 20 cubits in height. And he overlaid it with pure gold. He also overlaid the altar with cedar. So Solomon overlaid the inside of the house with pure gold, and he drew chains of gold across the front of the inner sanctuary, and he overlaid it with gold. He overlaid the whole house with gold until all the house was finished. Also the whole altar, which was by the inner sanctuary, he overlaid with gold. Also in the inner sanctuary, he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. Five cubits was on one wing of the cherub and five cubits on the other wing of the cherub. From the end of one wing to the end of the other wing were ten cubits. The other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of the same measure and the same form. The height of the one cherubim was ten cubits, and so was the other cherub. He placed the cherubim in the middle of the inner house, and the wings of the cherubim were, spare, were spread out, so that the wing of the one was touching the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub was touching the other wall. So their wings were touching each other in the center of the house. He also overlaid the cherubim with gold. Then he carved all the walls of the house around round about with carved engravings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, inner and outer sanctuaries. He overlaid the floor of the house with gold, inner and outer sanctuaries. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood, the lintel, and five-sided doorposts. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved on them carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold, and he spread the gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. So also he made for the entrance of the nave four-sided doorposts of olive wood and two doors of cypress wood, the two leaves of the one door turned on pivots, and the two leaves of the other door turned on pivots. He carved on it cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and he overlaid them with gold, evenly applied on the engraved work. He built the inner court with three rows, of cut stone and a row of cedar beams. 
In the fourth year, the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid in the month of Ziv. In the eleventh year, in the month of Bull, which is the eighth month, the house was finished throughout all its parts and according to all its plans. So he was seven years in building it. Second Chronicles 3, the temple construction in Jerusalem. Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to his father David at the place that David had prepared on the threshing floor of Ornon, the Jebusite. He began to build on the second day in the second month of the fourth year of his reign. Dimensions and materials of the temple. Now these are the foundations which Solomon laid for building the house of God. The length in cubits, according to the old standard, was 60 cubits, and the width, 20 cubits. The porch, which was in the front of the house, was as long as the width of the house, 20 cubits, and the height, 120, and inside he overlaid it with pure gold. He overlaid the main room with cypress wood and overlaid it with fine gold and ornamented it with palm trees and chains. Further, he adorned the house with precious stones, and the gold was gold from Parvame. He also overlaid the house with gold, the beams, the thresholds, and its walls, and its doors, and he carved cherubim on the walls. Now he made the room of the Holy of Holies. The length across the width of the house was 20 cubits, and its width was 20 cubits, and he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to 600 talents. The weight of the nails was 50 shekels of gold. He also overlaid the upper rooms with gold. Then he made two sculptured cherubim in the room of the Holy of Holies and overlaid them with gold. The wingspan of the cherubim was 20 cubits. The wing of one of five cubits touched the wall of the house, and its other wing of five cubits touched the wing of the other cherub. The wing of the other cherub of five cubits touched the wall of the house, and its other wing of five cubits was attached to the wing of the first cherub. The wings of these cherubim extended 20 cubits, and they stood on their feet facing the main room. He made the veil of violet, purple, crimson, and fine linen, and he worked cherubim on it. He also made two pillars for the front of the house, 30 cubits high, and the capital on the top of each was five cubits. He made chains in the inner sanctuary and placed them on the tops of the pillars, and he made 100 pomegranates and placed them on the chains. He erected the pillars in front of the temple, one on the right and the other on the left, and named the one on the right Joaquin, and the one on the left, Boaz. First Timothy chapter 1, Misleadings in Doctrine and Living. <clears throat> Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, who is our hope. To Timothy, my true child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I urged you upon my departure from Macedonia, remain on at Ephesus, so that you may instruct certain men not to teach strange doctrines, nor to pay attention to myths and endless genealogies, which give rise to mere speculation rather than furthering the administration of God, which is by faith. But the goal of our instruction is love from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. For some men straying from these things have turned aside to fruitless discussion, 
wanting to be teachers of the law, even though they do not understand either what they are saying or the matters about which they make confident assertions. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Realizing the fact that law is not made for a righteous person, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers and immoral men and homosexuals and kidnappers and liars and perjurers and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has strengthened me because he considered me faithful putting me into service, even though I was formerly a blasphemer and a prosecutor and a violent aggressor. Yet I was shown mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord was more than abundant with the faith and love which are found in Christ Jesus. It is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners among whom I am foremost of all. Yet for this reason I found mercy so that in me as the foremost Jesus Christ might demonstrate his perfect patience as an example for those who would believe in him for eternal life. Now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you fight the good fight, keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. Among these are... Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, so that they will be taught not to blaspheme. And those are our readings for today. I really loved the description um, in First Kings today about uh, the temple that just sounded amazing, right? All of the materials and gold, the cedar and cypress and cherubims and palm trees and flowers, open flowers. It was just, I loved the detail there. Um, It just, I could see it. It was really cool. So I enjoyed that definitely today. And maybe you learned something that you hadn't. I definitely hadn't read that (laughs) to be quite honest with you and had no idea the intricate detail I mean I imagined that it would have been intricate but I loved the description of it it really helped to um, paint the picture in my mind let's go ahead and say our prayer today dear Lord thank you for this time together today to visualize what it was like when Solomon was building the temple. Thank you for the beautiful description that we can see in our own minds. Thank you for the ability to to use our minds to see beauty, to focus on what is good and pure and beautiful. And I can only imagine how beautiful that was. And what, what a blessing. So, 
so many things to be thankful for, including just the ability to imagine. To imagine the peace and the love and the joy that only Jesus can bring. Thank you for giving us the ability to do that so that we can be in the presence of Jesus whenever we choose to focus our mind on him. I say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. Please continue to share this. Let people know, yeah, it's halfway through, but come and join in anyway. Do it for a day. Do it for a week. Just come and join in. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.